You are now tuned back into the essentials, and I'm your DJ, Skywalker Mike. How's that, Kelly? <laughs> it's better? Yes, I can hear you clearly. That's it's so good. funny. When I walked in, you were like, let me hear, test your mic, and you couldn't hear me? No, I don't know what it was. No. I think it was the settings, because I could hear me the first time, but, you know, we got through it. We're here now. <laughs> We're here now. The day's not over. The night is just beginning. Yes. Yes, it is. We have an amazing guest in the building that didn't have to travel far, but is not originally from California. Oh, I'm from Cali. I'm not from the, Oh, you know what I mean. Like LA, LA. You, up yeah, north. Yeah, yeah. You're more from the Bay. Yeah, Bay Area. It's still Hello. different. It's still a different vibe. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Uh, totally. In a good yeah. way. In a good way. Yeah. You go by the name of One of a Kind, or are we going by One Oak? Or yeah, One OAK. Yeah. Okay. So you got to say them all. One OAK, <laughs> One of a Kind, or One Oakland Ass Kid, however you want to mm. say it. Uh, yeah, hella from East Oakland, California. Yeet. How did that name come about? Do they confuse you for the club? You got all like, the time, oh, all the time. And I thought about changing it, but um, I just figure if I go hard enough, you know what I mean, yeah. I'll be up there in the Google Juice <laughs> with them and shit. But can I cuss on here? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, um, but yeah, I was just doodling. Uh, I was in high school at the time, and I was uh, I was producing. I wasn't singing at the time, but. Uh, I was producing for the homies around, and um, they were calling me a bunch of names that I wasn't really fucking with, so I was like, well, let me just figure it out. I was in English class, ironically, not paying attention and doodling, trying to figure out my name. Doodles. That's your name should have been. Yeah. Young Doodles. <laughs> Young <laughs> And you just moved to L.A. not too long ago. Yeah. It's been, actually, it's been a whole year. Um... But I had a baby in the process. I didn't have the baby, but my, my girl had the baby. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've just been in daddy mode. It's been beautiful. A boy or a girl? A girl. Aww. Nazareth Iman McFarland. Young Nazi on the beach. She's next. Hey, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful name. Yeah, thank you. What were your thoughts when uh, she gave birth? Uh, just, just shock. Just, like, pure shock. Like, damn. Just amazed at like women yeah. and how they can like yeah just handle all of that um, for the nine months and then um, pushing a watermelon out of it. Oh, did you see the whole thing? I Were saw you the in whole there? thing. Oh, yeah. Did you pass out or you? I, ain't pass, I was right there. Did you cry? I didn't cry. I was too shocked to cry. <laughs> but then later they cleaned her up and then you know you do skin to skin or whatever. I did skin to skin. I got to sing to her and that kind of choked me up. Sang to her? Yeah, first song had to be Stevie Wonder off top. Damn. Yeah. It's so touching. Like, that skin is skin stuff is so, like, I don't know, just like, just human interaction, just to know that yeah. you can connect with your baby like that. It's, yes, man. It's so crazy, man. And he looked you in your eye, and yeah. you know, it's like, it's like you never really look people in the eye the way you look your baby in yeah. the eye. Like, nah, okay, in their soul, and vice versa. So. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a growing experience for me. Congratulations again. That's a blessing. Not everybody can just have a kid. People, like, I think underestimate it. Some people try to get pregnant, and they can't. So uh, yeah. it's truly a beautiful thing, and yeah. I can't wait to see her grow. Yeah. Are you going to be one of those dads that are going to put her in pageants and commercials? Because they're so cute. Nah, Don't nah, lie. Nah. <laughs> you smiling. I can't do it, you but might. I'm, I'm going to make her play instruments and sing, because that's what I had to do, so... That's, you know, it's a family business. And talking about instruments, I know you do pay a couple. So how was your childhood growing up, like, musically-wise? Um, I grew up in um, this church. It's, like, super musical church. 
And um, so I grew up playing instruments and singing. Um, I play guitar, yes. drums, keys, and um, and yeah, like that's all we did all the time. My dad's a pastor, so that was just my life in the church until um, around like high school age, 14, 15, when my brother bought me a keyboard that I can make beats on. And then uh, I joined this youth organization called Youth Radio. Shout out to Youth Radio. They taught me how to make beats. Um, I don't know. It's just wild. Like, Oakland is hella eclectic. So, um, also, my mentors were um, Souls of Mischief. Oh, wow. Like, the hieroglyphics. Like, nice. Um, okay. I see you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, people don't really realize, like, the deep history in the town is not just like too short and E40 and, E40 yeah. and shit like that like <laughs> which is like, not a bad thing it's not that yeah like uh, my it's uncle my uncle's in Tony 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 and so like I was around like real musicians and um, just around a lot of music a lot of studios and just soaked up yeah. soaked up sampling and, and um, all that and it, it just reflects in my music like I could pretty much do whatever I want cause I just have all those influences in me Where's the first concert you've been to in Oakland? Ooh. In Oakland? Yeah. I probably saw... Damn, I probably saw... Was it... Ooh. It wasn't in Oakland. It was in San Francisco. It was like the concert that changed my life. It was when I saw Little Dragon for the first time. Wow, nice. that's so lit. Mind blown. My, and it was her. their first show in america dude give me a high five for yeah. that one that's lit it was their first show in america so yukimi the lead singer at little dragon she couldn't even really speak english that good wow. but like that show was amazing for real changed your life huh life like production wise or just the feeling or like what was it that made it change um just because i grew up around bands and you really just don't see hella bands that much right right right, right. and then on top of that how crazy the music was we were just floored, like me and all my homies, the honor roll, like we all rolled together to, you know, shows and parties and shit, and we were all just like floored, and we were going hyphy, and everybody else looking at us crazy, because it's not the music to go hyphy to, but we go hyphy to anything, so, yeah, that shit was crazy. I wish I've seen Little Dragon, I've never seen her, but I've yeah. had friends that told me she's amazing. It's, it's pretty dope. She has like some energy towards her. Yeah, it's, uh, it's otherworldly. And then just the whole band is just, they're so in sync. It's like a dream band right there. So you're a little bit into everything from what I'm hearing. You're a little bit into like rock, R&B, soul, like old school. What was the bands that you would grow up listening to? Um, Besides Stevie Wonder, that was like real heavy influence for me. Um, And my church choir, um, who coincidentally, um, my godparents who founded this church, um, the song Oh Happy Day uh, That's their song And so Like besides just growing up around that Like the big bands that I really love Was like Tony 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 of course Mid Condition um, Parliament Funkadelic um, Sade of course um, And then Yeah as, as I got older I was just really like into Into like who, what artist, who was playing for what artist, you know, like real nerd shit, like, oh, this is the drummer for this person, um, but yeah, those are my top five. I like how you say, like, a lot of these 90s R&B groups, do you think R&B is still, like, 
up there as far as like 2018 what do you feel about the r&b now yeah i think so i i think just music in general like yeah i think you guys uh you guys know just as well as anybody that there's so much music out there that um you know you really don't have to subscribe to us on the radio if you don't want to you know uh, you could just listen to Homegrown Radio and really get put up to me. Yeah. You feel me? Um, homegrown Radio. But yeah, I think R&B's in a great state. Like, you think about artists like, uh, even at the top, so like the, the Ty Dolla Signs and the, um, um, the Chris Browns. Yeah, like, like all that, know. like technically, when I look at it like as like, oh, how they recorded stuff or yeah. what they did vocally, yeah, it's all pretty dope. And then like artistically, you have, kind of have to go. You gotta go deep in the people that are really doing fun shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like R&B's starting to finally make its wave again. I feel like there's a lot of amazing R&B artists. But I just feel like the 90s, because I grew up in the 90s. So the 90s R&B to like early 2000s, it was like no joke. You had like Mary J. Blige. You had Casey and JoJo. I mean, you had Cisco once he left Drew Hill still (laughs) doing like his thing. You had Aaliyah, Monica. Like R&B was... Oh, you had Brandy. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I don't want to say it, but unfortunately, he is responsible for a lot of bangers. R. Kelly. But, (laughs) I mean, the past is the past. But it was just like, it it did such a name for itself. And I feel like now it's kind of starting to make its way. But I don't know. People would say otherwise. Like, it's always been there. Well, you know, I think um, it's morphed into, because, you know, like rappers are making melodies now. Mm -hmm. So it kind of blurs the lines, but you're still you're still always gonna want songs about love. You're still always gonna want um, um, singers that really sing. You know what I mean? And that'll never go out of style. Hopefully not. Or other <laughs> shit, I'm out of business then. You know. <laughs> I remember in high school, I used to like be on the phone with some boy I would like, and I would have Tony Braxton playing in the background. Yeah. This is when talking on the phone was still like a, a thing, but now it's texting. But it was just like R&B would just get you in that mood. It was just, it was a vibe. It was Do you remember the highlines though? Do you remember that you can call like, <laughs> you can like, there was a thing back home. Where you could call them, get hooked up with like girls or whatever. It's like chat. Oh, lines. of course, yeah, yeah the man. chat lines. They don't know shit about that. No. You know? But uh, yeah, I was the dude in high school because I could play piano a little bit. Hey. I would like be playing Carl Thomas and shit. Or like, yes, <laughs> Carl <laughs> that Thomas. Like, that's another one. That was my thing. Is how I got Case. the girls and shit. See, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm from the era. You know what I'm talking about. So let's talk about your music. Mm-hmm. How did you start? looking at it as like okay this is how i'm going to pursue my future it's all or nothing when was it like do you remember that day yeah um i it was years ago i think um the first song that i produced that got into the fader and this is before um you know the fader um was like big online it was more like the magazine and i got the song that i produced into the fader um, with one of the artists from my crew Her name is Josie Stingray And uh, yeah, she just blew my mind I was like, oh, like I could really produce And and it get recognized And so from then on I was kind of like It's really full force And then with the singing Everybody kind of encouraged me to sing But I wasn't really trying to do it Because um, I felt like I was a thug at that time in my life <laughs> Did you, you know? say a thug? Yeah, I thought I was a thug. Uh, you know, everybody goes through that stage in high school where they think they're, like, hard. Yeah. 
So I was like, nah, I don't want to sing. Um, but I was encouraged to sing. And then um, um, it was maybe a show, my first show in Oakland for my first album that was just kind of like locally kind of like heralded by um, all the publications back home. And um, yeah, we had a sold out show. And I was like, oh shit, you know, if if this many people like, if 200 people like it, then 2,000 people like it, then shit, maybe 2 million people will like it, so. Yep. That's right. <laughs> ah, jinx. <laughs> Just kidding, not really. You owe me an RC Cola. <laughs> That's a good mindset to have, though. Like, a lot of people, like, they're like, I only have, like, 500, like, fans, but, like, one day you can, yeah, like you said, you're going to have 5,000 fans, and then one day... Yeah, you might have like five million fans, but yeah, you just got to be true to those fans, though. Like, yeah. those people are the ones that actually, you know, pushing you to actually create these things or supporting you, so you can continue like creating music or for them or even for yourself. So. And they're gonna be the ones that keep you who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's a wave I was on that I never really left, and even if popular music kind of shifts and changes, I can still do what I do. Mm-hmm. And service to people that love that. Yeah, know, exactly. For life. Yeah, you gotta find your cult followers. Yeah, find your people. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask you about your writing style. Um, you said you grew up like mostly in the church. I think. Yeah. Did, were your first songs like gospel, gospel style? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no. no. I'm curious. Um, yeah, I think for us it was just all about the music, and. Mm-hmm. So the music could be, you know, it could come out of you any type of way. So it's just depending on what you want to talk about. And, yeah, I never, like, my church was never really like, oh, you can only do gospel music or this is secular music. Yeah. Like, they were just, it was all music. So What do you nice. say to that when they do? Because I've had people, like that I've, tension. I have cousins that, um, you know, they're very Christian and, you know, they only listen to worship music. And I love worship music. I think it's amazing. It gets me going when I go to service. However, I don't want to just interview Christian artists. <laughs> right. That's not what that's about. That's But that's just my belief. You yeah. know what I mean? But what do you do when someone tells you you should only yeah. be I mean, with? It's an old argument, you know, like <laughs> even back in the beginnings of like soul music and, and like early R&B Motown stuff like folks were getting flack for leaving the church because all that stuff comes from the church anyway like soul and funk and stuff and so like at the end of the day like fools just be old and they don't know how to um they don't know how to shift and adapt to a changing world like it, I'm a Christian proud proud Christian you know and, and it doesn't change my my message it doesn't change um uh, people seeing you know god in me when i walk around and how i act and move so you know yeah i'm right with the g so that's interesting because we actually had a an artist here a couple weeks ago who started off as you know part of christian Mm hip-hop and then you know diverted into you know his own career and had to like say goodbye to like the whole christian hip-hop scene and all that so he was also a pastor's kid right right so that was extra like a little pressure i think and there's just a lot of hypocrisy in it yeah i'm a pk it's just a lot of hypocrisy in it he's a pk PK. i'm a pk pk's out here and (laughs) and um squad pj morton um 
He just nominated for a Grammy for the Gumbo record. He's a preacher's kid. Um, and so, you know, we're out here and we're just doing what we love to do, which is music. And, and I think just when you make music from the soul, like people feel you and they feel the God in you, whether whatever music you make yourself. Definitely. That's how I see it. How would you describe the evolution of your writing? Um, I think it constantly evolves mm-hmm. the more I, I listen and just get older. I mean, I, I go back and listen to the same songs sometimes just to recenter myself mm-hmm. um, to like the moments and the times where I first started to love and make music. I just do that as just a regular kind of ritual for me. Um, like when I'm in album mode, I just mm-hmm. go like to the same kind of songs that kind of like made me. And then I begin to write. And then, um, yeah, it's just, it's just really sitting down and just making melodies, crafting melodies. And since I produce too, so I, I start making the beat first. Kind of just go in, make beats. People send me beats, but it never really works out. <laughs> so yeah. like, I just got to make them. Do you have like a beat or hook catalog? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I, I'm always shopping songs. Mm. That was part of the L.A. move, was just to come here and um, and really um, just let other people um, hear the music, other artists, and write with other artists and produce for other artists. So, um, yeah, catalog's getting deep. Me and my homie Trackademics, uh, he's a producer, too, from the Bay Area. Um, and, yeah, we, we both came down here to really write and produce and make our own shit too but mainly uh, see who else wants some that has, is Bay Area wife <laughs> has there been anything from LA that's pissed you off that you can't stand I haven't had a good burrito what are you serious <laughs> where you going bro you told me you know that that just like got us all like huh I don't know where to go East I, LA. I've had some bomb tacos I've had some I've had some dope tacos East Los Angeles okay, okay. well where do see, you I'm hang out I haven't even been on the east side <laughs> oh. okay all right, so y'all yeah, gonna make me a and list. And it's gonna be cheap too. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up to all of them, okay? Because oh back home, um, there's this main street. It's called International. It used to be East 14th, and uh, it's mainly um, taco trucks from first to 105th taco trucks on every other block. So um, that's what I grew up on. A lot of my tacos music. de carne asada or pastor or lengua or de pollo. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh it's yeah. gotta go to East LA. Yeah. Oh my okay. god, two dollars you get like a shrimp taco bomb. Yeah, four dollars at tostada. Bro, I'll send I'll yelp, I'll send you the Yelps. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of the music is fueled off burrito, so what? Yeah. Nice. Was uh riding in the car with girls? Oh yeah. Fueled by burritos? It was definitely fueled by burritos and bad relationships. And, oh, man. Uh, you know, you live and you learn. I think I was at a point with that album where, you know, you just get out of a breakup and you're just wilding out. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. No, but, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. I'm de- she said yet, though. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Hope. there's hope. I'm still in the, there's like, hope. sad phase. There's hope. Yeah. Oh, shut you up. know, with, with guys, though, it's kind of different. Like, you go through, you go through the sad phase while you're just wilding out. Oh. Like... You start off, you okay, be like, Drake. all right, well, good riddance, whatever, whatever, I'm going to just do my thing. Oh, really? And then you do your thing, and it's just not fulfilling, and then you get sad. And luckily for me, I had the outlet to, like, 
just write about all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but even still, shout out to those um, relationships that I had because um, not only did it feel like me artistically, but it actually like taught me a lot about myself, taught mm-hmm. me a lot about um, how to maintain a relationship. I think mm-hmm. it's easy to fall in love, not really easy to stay in love. What's so. the key to maintain a relationship? Um, for you Brandon everybody says communication right yes, yes. but do you think no. some guy no no, no yes it is, it is <laughs> no communication it is communication it is communication and it's also sex man just like keep it yes, extra funky thank with you, you. Like, have yes. lots of sex how do you do that it's intimacy <laughs> you really it's just intimacy. he just had a kid I think he should yeah. write a book about it right <laughs> maybe he'll write a I book I had too much sex and so you know like I think yeah like once you once you reach like the year, two year, three year mark, it's hard to keep things fresh, and that you just gotta really, you gotta really know your partner and know what makes them happy, and, and really think about what makes them happy. Yeah. All the time. It's that simple. And it's not, it's not easy to do. It sounds simple. But it sounds like, simple. Yeah. Easier said than done. Definitely. Yeah. Women do it better than men do. Do what better? Just think about how to like. Just think about your partner and like what makes them happy. Oh. It's in us. It's mm. the mother in us. It's, it's the nurturing. Nurture. Yeah, it's in us. Oh, it's in blood. Yeah. Liz is definitely nurturing. <laughs> she gives and gives and gives. Here you go. Here's my heart. Just make sure, <laughs> they, heart. Make sure they don't take it oh, off. Oh man. man. Um, what's Just something? give them a piece. You don't give the whole oh, thing. Oh man. See, well, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it wrong. It's, it's baby steps, little baby by little. Steps. Yeah. You know, um, what's something that you learned about yourself during this like phase, and you know, you writing my, my whole phase? Yeah, <laughs> your whole. I guess. Yeah, I would call it that. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah, I learned. Um, I really just learned that. Um, something that you didn't know beforehand. That I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how. Um, I really didn't know how how to like I said before like, I didn't know how to maintain a relationship but I really didn't know I was in a relationship sometimes like you know how situationships like, yeah you be messing yeah. with somebody I've been through those and then Aww. but I mean some months pass and you're like oh like, oh we damn near together pretty much and yeah then you gotta have to talk yeah those ones are always confusing you know I, not confusing but I guess you just because talk. So you have the conversation don't you that's how you know it's official Sometimes no that, that conversation don't come up till like two then months later. Then it's not later, official, then. right? Until the conversation, Jeez. conversation. It's like a, it's like legal action. You have to like, it's like a verbal agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I a just, verbal agreement. it's a verbal yeah, agreement because no, you're, you're right saying one, like we're on the same page. But don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, they can say it, but still act like you know something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. But I remember I, but I remember actually I pulled up to yeah. a party. I remember I pulled up to a party, uh, and I saw the homie there, on my homegirl. We've been messing around, whatever. And she was introducing me to her partners as her man or whatever. And that's when I had had a conversation there. Wrong place, wrong time. Mm. But, you know, it gets tricky. It gets <laughs> Damn. Money, Did you write about that? Did I? <laughs> Does that give up the good? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, shout out to her, though. Damn. She was she was honest, like, yeah. for real. Like, Whew. Yeah. We're gonna hear that story. Actually, let, let, let's get into that. Can we? Yeah. Can we please? Let's get into the yes. music. Yeah, let's do that. The music. 
Shout out to Skywalker Mike shirt locally grown. Yeah. You look fly in it, bro. I like it. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah, I had, yeah, to, I had to wear it because I got here today. So. <laughs> Represent. You know Somebody real Don't got the house on the hill, yeah But it's closing in my crib, yeah. I give you something you can feel like a hell anything I'll get up and chef you up a meal Cause I'm so down for you, baby I go hard for Mike He's sleeping on you, maybe He don't deserve your time And in you, I'm seeing everything I want 
Mommy give you everything I got. Oh, cause you mean the world to me. Lift me up, I hold you down, it's how I'm supposed to be. Oh, I never thought that I would fall in love. It's a real one, not a real Century. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. And you the one for me. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. Felt like a century. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. You mean the world to me. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. My baby sneaker game wet, but she heartbreaking in a dress. I ain't worried about her ex. She dropped the ball. I hopped on her, hit a switch, short net. Yeah, the club going up, but I ain't on the hunt. I got the baddest in the building, yeah, body all gold, plus a face worth a million. I'm like, damn, little baby, there's all this money. When I ain't getting money, you getting all the time. Cause if you don't get everything I want, so I'ma give you everything I got. Cause you mean the world to me. Lift me up, I hold you down, it's how it's supposed to be. No, I never thought that I would fall in love. Century. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. And you the one for me. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. Felt like a century. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Ooh. You mean the world to me. I was lost, but now I found where I was meant to be. Right. 
back into the essentials and i'm your dj skywalker mike and um those songs were really like really good vibing like really dope thank you like real soulful and like you can hear the i guess the preacher kid in you like that vibe (laughs) like you really bring that for sure for sure for sure uh let's talk about a few of them um let's talk about that first one that we played perfect lovers oh perfect lovers um perfect lovers i wrote um Recently, uh, in my new, you know, in my love, my, my newfound love life, and I just felt like we was perfect fit. And um, yeah, I wrote that song with um, uh, my homie Drew Banger, who you can hear playing bass. Uh, he's a dope producer out of Oakland, California, uh, and he, yeah, he helped me produce that record. Yeah, dope record. Came out really quick. Wait, is Drew a part of a Duckworth Spun? Yeah, he's in Duckworth's band. Yeah, he plays bass for him, right? Yeah, he does Ah, everything, man. Like he DJs too. Like he's just, he's an Aries. We were talking about signs earlier. Like you know, Aries are turned up. So shout out to Aries, people. I love Aries. He's my best friend is an Aries right there. Oh, yeah, she, she probably doing four things right now. 
That's mm -hmm. real, yo. So then Drew Bang is on the Lost and Found one, right? He produced yeah. that one? also helped me produce Lost and Found. He, uh, Drew Bang is on most of my um, album, uh, either playing bass or helping me produce. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Yeah, he's just a long-time collaborator of mine. And uh, so on Lost and Found, that was like the first time I kind of sat back and just wrote the song while um, Drew Banger and another dope producer out of the Bay, Kuya, uh, Kuya Beats, they were working on the beat, and I got to just sit back and kind of write, which is a rare experience, yeah. but those are my brothers, so it worked out really cool. Shout out to Kuya Beats. He um, he worked on g Easy's record that just went platinum, so Ooh. he's got a platinum plaque coming his way, man. Shout out wow. to you, brother. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's really how the Bay works. Like We all pretty much work together. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's just trying to win. Yeah, man. Everybody got the same destination. We're trying to get it in like Atlanta, win, man. Win, like, yes, win, you already win. know what was in my head, Mike. I had J-Rock all yeah, up in so there. Did I love that song. Win, win. Okay, so I love that song. When the Warriors won, yeah. Yeah, oh, I drove around no. here okay. slapping okay. that. We don't have right, to get You guys are getting a little too comfortable with these yeah, trophies here. Yeah. You're still yeah, in Laker yeah. territory. Hey, man. It was cute the first time. It was cute the first time. I know, but it was cute the first time, but you guys keep winning. I like this. Yeah, y'all have to sit down and let Y'all gonna have to sit down and let the dynasty really but we take got, place. We got LeBron. LeBron. Hey, I'm like, I see. I'm okay. always after camera, I think. Does the camera have my face right now? <laughs> Zoom in on that. Cool. <laughs> if you can curate like the perfect concert to be a part of, who would you want on that bill? Ooh. Uh, dead or alive? Sure. That's funny that you say that. We usually do. <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of greats were dying, man. Yeah. Um, yeah you're right. Uh, yeah, definitely Prince. Um, I actually gave up my Prince ticket because I had some other stuff. To, I think I was working at the time. <laughs> I gave it to my girlfriend at the time. She got to go see Prince. Excuse with, me? With Trackadim, with my she homie. She got to go. Crazy. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. meme right now. <laughs> Wish I could go back in time and take it back. I got wow. to see Prince and it changed my life. Yeah, that's what they say. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got to see Stevie though. So hey. I mean definitely definitely um Stevie and Prince would be on that list. Um and probably like David Bowie, like Wow. 80s okay. David Bowie. You had Prince and David Bowie in the same lineup. I, was, <laughs> I would sell my soul for that shit. Oh my god. You know what god. I mean? That shit would be crazy. <gasps> um, and then, yeah, probably Luther Vandross is like just taking home. Those tickets gonna be like $500. I don't even be able to afford that concert. For nosebleeds. You'll hook me up with the press pass. I'll cover the whole event, bro. I got you. But you know what? Maybe maybe I'd want to see maybe I'd want to see Pac too. I want to see what Pac... Special Pac, guest surprise performance right there. Yeah. That's what Pac would just come out during Prince's set or some shit. And yeah. if only... If only... If only... If only <laughs> that the vibes... Everybody would go crazy in the crowd. Right. Like, you know how when people used to go crazy for Michael Jackson before he said anything? Like, yeah. He'd pass even, out. He'd be even crazier than that. So. Yeah. People would pass out yeah. when I Michael Jackson started singing. Yeah. What's the song? He did, yeah. He didn't even get to sing before he passed out. Yeah, he would just move. <laughs> Yeah. Did the moonwalk. Like, <laughs> People pass out crying. Dude, these they would show like clips of concerts, like live footage of these girls being escorted by the ambulance. Like they're passing yeah. out, like it's real shit. And I'm like, it's the king of pop. Like, what you, what are you gonna do? The biggest guy, knighted. How many R&B singers have been knighted? 
Yeah. You feel me? By the Queen of England. Zero. That's my favorite. Michael Jackson. MJ. And then, um, give up the goods. Oh, yeah, give up the goods. Another. Oh, yeah, we got off topic. Uh, Sorry about that. I just wanted to get into that track. That's how good conversations go, you know? Um, give up the goods was produced by Trackademics, my yes. brother on the road crew, nice. um, and it's featuring Shady Nate, yes. uh, who's a rapper uh, from West Oakland. West. Shout out to West Oakland. Shout out to Shady Nate. Um, yeah, just a dope rapper. Like we, as the honor roll, really think we really think in terms of shocking the party. So like. We always say, like, oh, what if we did this with this? Like, how you asked me about the concert? Yeah. Like, we think about that in music that we produce and how we present it to people. So um, that's really, like, our approach. our big skill and approach to doing music. How do we mix these two things together and kind of, like, make, make moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that we felt like was a moment. And the sample, I was hella mad. I was going to say, yeah. the sample. Yeah. <laughs> we had made that song a while ago, and then... What was oh, it? Um, okay. Cole, J. Cole? Yeah. J. Cole's song sampled the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Two different songs. I'm not mad. <laughs> That's a good. That means I'm on the right page. Hey. Yeah. Um, and that track was off of... That was a Lucy. So that okay. was one of the ones we recorded around Riding in Cars with Girls time. Okay. And it was on the record. We took it off the record, put it back on. And so um, we knew it was a great record that we had to just at least put out as a single. Nice. And then in Riding in the Car um, with Girls, you also have uh, Pilo and mm-hmm. I Am Sue and yeah. all them. Shout out to my brothers. HBK. Yeah. It, let, let I Am Sue tell it. I taught him how to make beats. And I don't I don't like oh, to say it like that. I, I pretty much say, like, I showed him the program. and uh-huh. You know, but, like, we all came from Youth Radio. <laughs> what I mentioned before, like, youth yeah. organization. And so there was no music program. And I got there. With um, and uh, with this other producer named Ben Frost, who taught me, mm-hmm. and then we built the class. And then Sue came, and uh, uh, Kuya Beats is Pilo's older brother, and so they all started coming to Fredio, became this community, and we were all just making beats together. You know, everybody was just trading music, wow. and uh, so yeah, the Bay is really yeah, it's close knit like that. Um, I love the Bay. (laughs) I want to like literally go work in Oakland. Like I've been to San Francisco, but there's just something that's really raw about Oakland. And when you said community, how would you describe the music vibe? Like when you go to shows, not like necessarily like the genres, but the vibe like with the crowd. How would you describe that? What can I expect? You expect the energy. Like no one's standing around for the most part. Like staring at each other like there's just an energy and a vibe there and especially if for artists that are from there but really any artist like you know like i mentioned before like we could be at a little dragon concert we could be remember we uh i saw um recently lcd sound system oh that's a good one and we'd be going dumb like that's yeah. just what we do it's a, like there's a bay area culture that's that's pretty much unifies us where wherever people come from their different diaspora so like i know i grew up around mainly cambodian and mexican people and in certain pockets you have like east africans and laotians and just a bunch of different cultures but once we're all in the same room and you turn on whatever Mm -hmm. mag dre or you know what i mean e40 or whatever like 
you're gonna it's feel on. the energy you're like oh yes. okay we, we on one accord and so yeah that's really the vibe nice. it's the vibe that's community there i need yeah. to go so. i'm definitely planning a trip there yeah. yeah what does your hat say make america hyphy again <laughs> shout out to uh wiz uh, he's also a part of the honor roll crew he thought of his hat it's been doing really well um since our uh 45th president is a, a shit yeah, ass person much. so a big shit like yeah. a dinosaur yeah. took it. it like a, a dinosaur good. took it, you know? Yeah, it was a good yes. play on words. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't even understand what hyphy means. So like, when I'm walking around, they'll be like, uh, they'll, yes. like, ask me. Yeah, they'll be concerned for a minute, and then they'll walk up and be like, oh, what does your hat mean? Oh, hyphy? I had to explain hyphy. Isn't hyphy, like... Yeah, it's just, it's just hyper energy. <laughs> yeah. Like, back, like back in like, the day, it used to kind of have a... Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit like, like yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not finna do it. <laughs> do it! Come on, let me just do that. Like, there are several um, hyphy dances. Can you like, show if you us see after? me out. We're gonna have to get some footage. Man, y'all gotta this. catch me out. Y'all gotta catch yeah. me out. You just have a, you just have a daughter, and there's no way you're gonna be out Man, for a long She just time. had her shots today, too, so. I'm, I'm back on it when she gets back <laughs> home. She got her band aids on, just frowning, so. I gotta go handle that. But yeah, if you catch me in a party, okay. we going down for sure. We're going to have to hold them to that. Okay. Oh. You're going to do it the next show you perform? <laughs> I do it every show. Oh, nice. see. We're going to have to catch every a show. show. Oh, we'll catch you yeah. there for sure. And we're going to have Marissa get footage of that. And we're going to post that all over social media do just it. to make sure everyone's do doing it. the right. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm homegrown family now. So, you know, yes. it's yeah. Um, And then what are you currently working on? Uh, right now, I'm working on, um, working on an EP two EPs um, and uh, the first one I'll probably release in the fall and the second one next year and um, yeah and then just writing and producing for for other artists um, really excited about Kamaya's uh, record um, me Trackademics Andrew Banga uh, produced on the record and so yeah we're just super excited for that to come out um, cause yeah she's like one of the queens of the, of, the, of the town right now of Oaktown so uh, yep. yeah that's what's going nice. on so will we be expecting um, your project <laughs> this year yeah yeah for sure okay yeah. sweet that EP's coming in the fall I'll give you exclusives if you want shit like Snap. we lit what are those oh, my oh God. I got I've t-shirts here those. for y'all yes you know I didn't want to assume they're yeah yeah I only have a few sizes yes. left but um I definitely have these t-shirts from the album. Uh, it says, uh, you got to ride, catch a vibe. Hey. It's like my little motor, motor <laughs> T. And uh, yeah, that's for y'all, man. Thank you. Y'all. And where can followers um, follow your journey on um, social media? Yeah, everything is um, 108K all day. So that's the number one, OAK uh, all day. And that's for on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Snapchat, all that shit. Do you actually tweet? I be tweeting. I tweet. What do you tweet about? Just pure, just pure. Uh, I'm not an emo tweeter anymore. <laughs> I passed that phase, and now I'm more into the dad life lessons phase. Nice. Where I'm just tweeting like life lessons and <laughs> stupid shit. I retweeting my kid did the darnest thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, before you get up out of here. 
before we kick you out, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, we like to ask two essential questions. Actually, the uh, music baby you kind of answered. Um, <laughs> key. Not really. Music yeah. No, concert. music baby is different from being part of a concert. A little bit. So oh. the music baby is essentially like if you could um it's just he said dead or alive that was like why we oh, usually say that it's like you could throw in some artists into <laughs> uh. the studio to create a music baby Ooh. um who would you put in the studio um as many artists as you want dead or alive dead or alive i'll just stick with alive since i did the dead thing before okay. yeah nice let's, i like the style let's <laughs> let's go with um all of the Soul Aquarians, so that means wow. <laughs> what? That means amazing. Quest Love, Quest Love, and the Roots, D'Angelo, Erica Badu, Common, Jay Dilla. Dilla. I mean, I have to put him in there. You have Rest to. In peace, Jay you have Dilla. to. Um, he cheated though. You said alive. Q-tip. I did. <laughs> He's alive to me. He's oh, always alive. Oh, don't get emo here. <laughs> uh, uh, Q-tip and Rafael Sadiq. Wow. So that covers a lot of ground. But then you just gotta add, you just gotta add some mani just for the. What about Aaliyah? For the maniness of it. He said Aaliyah? Yeah. No, I didn't say Aaliyah. Are you sure? Nope. No, he said all the Soul Aquarians. He said all the Soul Aquarians. Do you think about anyone? To produce a record, right? Yeah, a music baby, yeah. Um, what is the record? This engineer, the engineer yeah, Bob Power, he engineered, um, he engineered. Uh, Tribe Called Quest first album, Erica Badu's first album. Oh, so you're throwing an engineer in there. I'm thinking in, in the studio. Yeah, like, I'm a studio that, rat. Yeah, no, that's good. I don't really so, hear right? people throwing like yeah. an engineer. <laughs> it'd be Bob Power yeah. <laughs> and, and mixed by Ali okay. just because like okay. he just does amazing work. Yeah, he's so and uh, so crisp. <laughs> yeah, just I would uh oh we need lyricists too. So Dad. I could go on for days. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Let's see. Yeah. All right, lyricists. Uh. Let's see. Chade. Uh, Bjork. Oh, wow. Um, you threw in Bjork. I'm dead. Yeah. I've died and gone to heaven now. Um, Music fucking And I'm horrible now. with names, so the, the lead singer of LCD Sound System, whose name oh, yeah. escapes me right now, and my homies are going to ride me very hard when I leave this place, and, um, and Stevie for Melodies. Nice. And we're lit. Where'd that go? Crazy. That's gonna be that song that's only gonna be available on title watch. It's gonna be like those <laughs> exclusive ass songs <laughs> that I'm gonna have to buy a membership for something I don't have. Now, it's only gonna come out it's only gonna come out as a live version that gets played. Ooh, lit. Vi- you, know. you have to have a video for that. Visuals dropped yeah. on the same day. Yep. SNL performance. Turn it up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Exactly. Like Gambino wow. style. All out. Well we appreciate you so much. Do you have any shout outs? No, we already kind of did two questions, I feel. Oh, oh okay, fine. I we'll know, do I'm it. such a good guest. You and are. All that. You're ahead of us. Here. You've That's heard the show good. plenty of times, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah, shout out. Um, um, yeah, shout out yeah. to, um, shout out to uh, all of Oakland, California, man. That's my home. I love y'all. Um, shout out to the Honor Row crew, Trackademics, Josie Stingray, Mike Baker, Wiz, Spank Pops, um... And who else? Shout out to my my girlfriend, my fiance, the love of my life, Kessia. I love you. Shout out to my baby, Nazareth. Uh, stop crying. 
shit. Sweet. Shout out to y'all. Hey. Shout out to you too. All right, I guess we'll ask one more question. It'll be the bonus. If someone has never heard any of your music, what track would you specifically play for them, and what would the setting be? Ooh. They've never heard any of my music. Nope. It would be like an introduction to your artistry, per se. Okay, so production-wise and singing-wise, I got to separate those because they're two different jobs. So as a producer, I think... Um, one of the one of my favorite beats was this remix, this Little Dragon remix. I won this contest from um, I can't remember what magazine, um, but they issued a, a, a remix to one of the songs called Feather, and uh, I won that shit. So it was an official Little Dragon remix. Pop my own collar. I have an official Little Dragon remix, and uh, I will play that on the production end, and then on the singing end, I will play. This song on Riding in Cars with Girls called. What is my damn song called? <laughs> I gotta literally look at my album. Oh my goodness! I suck, y'all. It's uh, called. We're sticking with the. In little... the moment. Ah, oh, <laughs> perfect timing at the buzzer. Yeah. In, the in the moment. In the moment. Oh, but with the setting be? Setting would be um, after party, after a club, like kickback, like chill out time. So, like not like coke party after uh, the club. After hours shit. But after hours, real bottle kick, service shit. Yeah, still, yeah. <laughs> not bottle service. Like somebody brought the bottle to the house. <laughs> right, should... BYOB. Yeah. I fucks with that. I'm, I'm fucking with this uh, this track you're playing, Mike. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you, <laughs> but what is this that you're playing right now? It's called Lost. I don't know what's by. Huh? It's called Lost. That's all. That's all I know. How'd you find it? Um, selection, I think. Very nice. I yeah. forgot to put the artist. Like when I downloaded, it didn't have the artist. But yeah, I feel you. Well, you are welcome anytime here at Homegrown. Sure. Congratulations on your daughter again for you and thank your fiance. You, thank you. Thank you. Make sure you follow Curtis King. He'll be pretty sure he'll give oh, you yeah, a lot man. of dad tips. Yeah, already. Um, already followed him. And we can't wait to see what you have in store. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I needed that. And we got we got more coming up, so I don't yes, want people to do. Yes, we do. Stay tuned. Go, blah, 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 blunt. Come back. <laughs>